The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. Eighty-eight point five WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I'm your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by a bunch of gays, Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hankson. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Miss Esme, you are not close to your mic at all. I know. I was, um, girl. I, I was trying to, I was trying to set up what I was going to talk about later. You're starting crap. Don't lie. No, no, I'm, uh-huh. no. I wasn't answering anybody. Uh-huh. No, I'm not, I'm, I already said what I had to say online. Go, girl. I mean, do you do you really have do you have friends up at this time of hour? Uh, yeah. Well, most of my gay friends, even if they're not out. Yeah. Even if they have to get up tomorrow, they most of them, most because my, all my friends are very young. Okay. So, you know, young people is different from older people. So mm-hmm. most of my friends are still up. Right now, they're still up. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I have most of my friends asleep right now. Yeah, you know, well, we're up. Yeah. I know, good we are. morning, you know, everybody. Yes, January, we are. When you're, what, uh, 11th. It is January 11th. I don't even know what day when we're on. When you're a kid, man, when I mean kid, like in the 20s and 30s, you know, I mean, yeah, you only you... need a few hours sleep, really, and you can bounce right back. You may not feel great. <laughs> I, I have friends of mine that party all night. Yeah. And they go to home. They literally drink a bunch of coffee and go to work. Yeah. I, re- I do remember those, uh, those yeah, posts. Yeah, when, when you're um, young, you could do that. You could close the yeah, bar and then wake up at 8 o'clock yeah. and go to work. <laughs> so I used, like... to, uh, I used to go-go dance at Bradley's, and then uh, that would be going until 2.30 in the morning. And then I would go and do aftercare facility work at 7.30 in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just got to do it. And you I got. was in yeah. Ebor and I lived in St. Petersburg. Yeah. So I, I would I wouldn't get home until about 3.30 in the morning. Oh, I would wow. go to sleep. I would sleep until about 6.30 and then I would go and deal with the kiddos. Wow. Yeah, right about now, I, I don't feel 20 anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, your body changes, you know. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, honestly. I, I I would not change it for the world because it was, it was truly the... The young generation experience, and now that I'm older, I'm 23. I would never <laughs> so ever funny. do that again. 23 is still very, very yeah. Young. Even at your age, I used to. Oh no, still... at 23, I was I was doing yeah. Well, I I'm was not, doing 87 I'm, things at one time. I look at my go-go dancing days, and I my back already hurts from it, so I'm not I'm not doing it again. Anyways, we're joined by a super special guest. We are joined by Dioscar Demilio Demilo. 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 Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I almost uh, made Amy fight me there. <laughs> it's, all right. it's all right. It's no big deal. Shout out yeah. to Amy. Amy. We love you. Yes. Hi, Amy. So you won a pageant recently. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that before we go into our first topic? Yes. So I won Mr. Continental Newcomer. It's the first ever um, national newcomer for Continental. Um, and I am the first with Dominique um, as well, my queen, all the way from Orlando. So this was this happened in October 9th. 
And it was a really great experience. So if there's anybody out there thinking about it, don't think about it twice. Get ready for next year. Yes, that, that it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so something that comes with being in the forefront of pageantry, it means that you're also in front of the legislative changes you're showcasing like I, I can't tell you the amount of news articles I see about Mal Mama Ashley Rose out there because uh, of her drag pageant and how she's you know how she's terrorizing the children by being a drag queen so that the 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 thing that comes with it is having an opinion on that sort of topic so our first topic is going to be the most recent legislative choices that are fabulous state has gone ahead and introduced starting with HB two or uh, one, two, three, three. So this bill was filed by representative Dean black. And, um, this bill essentially targets LGBTQ individuals by forcing trans individuals to identify with the sex assigned at birth and essentially making any, documents that has been given to them that state that their birth is a, a, is different than what is assigned at birth it makes them null and void because you are forced to attest that your gender is the same as the sex on your birth certificate so for example miss esme she was assigned female at birth, or excuse me, male, male at birth. Male at birth, mm -hmm. And now you identify as a female, you have it on your driver's license. I have identified as a female since I was 14 years old, and I'm 62, so let's and start there. This is not something that I've been doing for a couple of months. And due to that... My entire life, I've lived as a woman. And your driver's license... Says if female. This, if this legislation would be passed because it yeah. says female... Your driver's license would thus be null and void because it is different than what is the sex so, assigned at birth. So here's, um, you know, again, I'm looking at it from a person that's lived their whole life this way. So for me, it's very probably is a different perspective. Now, my passport says female as well. My passport will never be changed. That was changed by the federal government. They would, that would, that's a federal that that's done by the State Department. So yeah. my, my passport stays exactly as it is. The Florida can do whatever they want to, but my passport will not change. My passport will stay female. They would have to go to a, fed, a federal judge would have to alter it. And, a fed, you know, a federal judge changed it. So having said that, uh, so my license now says female, then it would say male if this law passes. You know, I don't, for me personally, I, I'm, I live as a female, but I, I'm not trying to pass in any specific way. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's not going to be a problem. But it will be a problem for some trans people, for, you know, that, that yeah. it, everybody's in a different situation. Well, it would still be a problem for you because at the end of the day, even though you look that way, yeah. your sex is male. Correct. At the end of the day. And so what this verbiage will do is it will change anywhere where it says gender. Yeah. Especially on driver's license. Yeah. 
to change it to Count. sex. So Count. you would have to get a, a driver's license that says that you are, are male. It won't change how I look. And it, it won't, won't change how you look. And it however, won't, and it, it, is and your, it won't change my it won't change my name. In it's fa- your identity. Yeah, though. In fact, I can tell you a little something. Uh, when it was M, because I changed it to female. And it's also a pain in the ass. Yeah, too. You're going to have to deal with the DMV. I've, I've changed it to female about maybe 15 years ago. But I remember that when it was M, since my name is a female name, they would still put F. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. They wouldn't even look at the M. They would still put F. And I remember being in the hospital because I have a female name. Uh, and my name has been, by the way, my name has been legally changed for 30 years. So my name is going to stay my name. That's right. yes. the name yeah. the IRS knows me by for 30 years. So I'm fortunate because I've been doing this for a really, really long time. I feel bad for the people that are just starting out now. It's making it really complicated for them. You know, right. it's, I'm a difficult person to ask because I've lived this way for so long. They really can't get me. There's no gotcha with me. You know yeah. what I mean? But there is a gotcha if you just started living as a girl and you're trying to, you know, function in society as a normal woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's so, get our guest's opinion on this yeah. before we go into a music break and then talk more about the legislative changes in the next yeah. break. Um, so, Oscar, what is your sort of opinion on the possibility that trans individuals will have to go through this additional obstacle if they need to, like if they assigned that words are hard, (laughs) you know, like, so my first real experience of like trans woman is like with Esme and Amy and like all the other girls like from Ivor. So it's like I do understand her point where she seems like it can affect her because she lived her life for so long as a woman that like her record is like good luck trying to change it like it good luck trying to like move it out of who she is and it's like she's saying like you can change it a male but she still is esme she still is who she is and how she feels yeah. so it's like i feel like no matter what the end of the day like they could do whatever they want to paper as long as you feel who you truly are and like who you really are like let's say like when i'm in drag when i do drag like I could, from far away, 10 feet away, I could look like a woman to some people, but I still feel like a man. Like, I know I'm a man. I, I know I'm a guy. So it's like, it's really about, like, to hone in and what you're feeling because, like, how Isma said earlier, like, this has, is not the first time they've done this. Like, I might be 24 years old and, like, I might be hearing, this might be news to me, but it's not news to her. No. It's like, no, they did yeah. it before in the 80s. When I started living as a woman in the late 70s, it was illegal for me to live as a woman. So I remember my drag mother, you know, the person that helped me to be started living as a woman, she told me, you have to be careful when you go out in public. You know, you don't want to get arrested because it was one of those laws that wasn't enforced. But if they, let's say I got pulled over, then I would get the ticket. Then I would get arrested for being in drag. Does Mm. that make sense? So it's like a secondary type of thing. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't just just arrest you for being in drag. And back then I wasn't as passable as I am now. I, I do live very effortlessly in society as a woman. I don't have, I can go in a woman's bathroom and no one looks at me. I don't have to worry about those kinds of things. So I, I've been doing this a really long time, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I do feel like it does make it harder for people, like you said, like who are just starting. Correct. It's like yeah, just it coming out. Make, yeah. Like the and that's whole, and that's who, who that's who they're trying to yeah. punish. They're, they're not trying, trying to, like to punish stop. old girls like me. Yeah. You know. They're trying to stop like like the new generation of yeah. like furthering like Correct. people who are trying to transition. And and also by using the mail on certain documents, it makes it. 
harder possibly to get a job somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it complicates things for people. It's very complicated. So it guys, is yeah. very. It's very cruel. It's very, the, the it's whole cruel po- to have your the, ent- identity called into question. Yeah, the whole point of it is cruelty. It's to be cruel. It's not. It's not to protect children. Absolutely. Okay? Nobody trying to protect their kids from me. Because these are grown ass adults. Yeah. It's that's yeah. not about children. This is yeah. really. These are grown ass yeah. adults yes. that you're affecting, and there's yeah. no reason for it. Yeah. Who apparently don't want to mm-hmm. talk to their children. So. And affecting yeah. their lives and jobs. Yeah. Yeah. That's just one law this, that, that they're Yes, trying. there are some others that I'm going to go into after this music break. But first, I want to give a couple shout-outs. First, shout-out to Latin X. They had their fifth anniversary. Shout-out to them. Um, and I also want to give a, a, a shout-out to Tom Collins, who unfortunately passed on the 8th day of January. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he... Um, he did, like I said, pass and, and um, yeah. My uh, deepest condolences to his lovely yes. wife. She's such a lovely little lady. He and was a, just, a great person yeah, and just a nice individual. He and was. They were so, both of them were just adorable. They are, yeah. They were some yeah. of the like first people like that, you know, warmed up to me in terms Absolutely. of WMNF. And it, it, it's really a, a sad it's sad seeing yeah, that, lost, and like yeah. I, I'm not. It's it's hard for me to even because I'm not really a good person when it comes to grief. Um, but I I picked some music out. Hopefully, um, it's stuff that he would have liked, and you know, hopefully, you guys like it. This is Arthur Conley, Arthur Conley, right here on eighty-eight point five WMNF Tampa, the Big Gay Radio Show. <laughs>
happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. I can't begin to knowing, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed you'd come along? Touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Joanna Grosso, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Florida, the Republican Party of Florida oust Chairman Christian Ziegler and elected his replacement in a special vote on January 8th as police investigate a rape accusation against him. A vast majority of about 200 Florida GOP members approved the ouster in a voice vote during a closed-door meeting that Ziegler did not attend. According to Republican State Senator Blaise Ingoglia, a former party chair who participated in the vote, he said no one spoke in favor of Ziegler. The Sarasota Police Department is investigating the woman's 
Simmons accusations that Ziegler raped her at her apartment in October. Police documents say that Ziegler and the woman had planned a sexual threesome that day, but Bridget Ziegler was unable to attend. The accuser says Christian Ziegler arrived anyway and assaulted her. In legislative news, the Florida House introduced a new bill, House Bill 1233, on January 4th, seeking to define the terms man and woman based on biological sex assigned at birth. The bill, sponsored by Representative Dean Black, would legally determine whether a person is male or female based on what is listed on their birth certificate. Along with legally defining these terms, the bill would also, quote, replace references to the term gender and the term sex, according to the bill. This would affect applications for a disability ID cards and application requirements for driver's license and ID cards, prohibiting the issues of original or replacement driver's license or ID cards that list a person's sex as inconsistent with what they are assigned at birth. The bill also requires insurers to offer coverage of therapies and mental health services that affirm one's sex assigned at birth when a person's perception that his or her sex is inconsistent with the sex at birth in all policies after July 1st. In a Facebook post, Equality Florida accused the bill of, quote, denying transgender Floridians accurate driver's licenses and other IDs, attempting to revoke transgender protections in housing, employment, and public spaces, reinforcing anti-transgender discrimination in bathrooms, locker rooms, shelters, and more, and requiring the surveillance and outing of transgender Floridians by public health, crime, and economic data tracking agency. In Ohio, despite receiving enough signatures to appear on the ballot, a transgender woman has been disqualified from an Ohio House race because she omitted her previous name, raising concern that other transgender candidates nationwide may face similar barriers. Vanessa Joy was one of the four transgender candidates running for state office in Ohio, largely in response to proposed restrictions of the rights of LGBTQ plus people. She was running as a Democrat in House District 50, a heavily Republican district in Stark County, Ohio, against GOP candidate Matthew Kishman. Joy legally changed her name and birth certificate in 2022, which she said she provided to the Stark County Board of Elections for the March 19th primary race. However, a little-known 1990 state law says that the candidate must provide any name changes within the last five years to qualify for the ballot. Since the law is not currently listed on the candidate requirement guidelines on Ohio Secretary of State's website, Joy didn't know it existed. To provide her former name, Joy said, would be to use her dead name, a term used by the transgender community to refer to the name given at birth, not one they chose that aligns with their gender identity. And while Joy said that the spirit of the law is to weed out bad actors, it creates a barrier for transgender people who want to run for office and may not want to share their dead name for important reasons, including concern about their personal safety. Joy appealed her disqualification Thursday and is now seeking legal representation. She plans to try to change Ohio's law. A second transgender woman's Irene Childry, 41 of St. Mary's petition to run for the Ohio House of Representatives is also being challenged because she did not disclose her birth name, according to the Ohio election officials. In addition to Childry and Joy, two other trans people filed to run for the state's legislator, according to the local outlet Cleveland.com. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. This has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Joanna Grosso and this is 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. For those 55 plus, the Epic Generations Group has a full week of events, and today, the 11th, let's have a serious medical marijuana discussion at 3 in St. Pete. There are also two coffee hours this week, and reserve your spot for lunch and mini golf in Clearwater by January 18th. Get more info at myepic.org. The schedule for the Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival St. Pete edition at the Greenlight Cinema in St. Pete is available now. There is a full weekend of films January 25th through the 28th, including opening night shorts, spotlight series, and the closing night film. Tickets and packages are available now. Get all the festival info at TIGLFF.com. Pasco Pride 2024 is happening February 24th and returning to Heritage Park in Land Lakes. They are currently seeking volunteers, vendors, and sponsors. Pasco Pride is one of the fastest growing Pride events in the area. Get all the info by visiting PascoPride.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at TampaBayGay.com. 
WMNF is kicking off the new year by bringing back Chuck Prophet. His wit and wisdom combined with great vocals makes this show a must. Chuck Prophet is stepping on stage at Skipper Smokehouse with Matt Burke of Have Gun Will Travel opening the show. Tickets are on sale now. Guitars and drums inside for the color line. Chuck Prophet, January 11th at Skipper Smokehouse. Buy your ticket now by calling 813-238-8001 or online at WMNF.org. It's a Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and TampaBayGay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It's all at TampaBayGay.com. Mark your calendars, Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show has announced that WMNF's Big Gay Bingo is back at Cocktail. Join us Monday, February 12th at Cocktail St. Pete for a night of bingo fun hosted by Alexis De La Mer. Balls start dropping at 8 o'clock. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page.
Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I'm your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. That was Love You More Than Yesterday by Janice Ian. I'm joined by a bunch of gays. Mr. Brian Hinkson, Esme Ruskell, Russell, and D. Oscar D'Amelio. Demilo, hey. uh, Demi- what is it? What is it with me with the I names hope Amy today? Hear this. Demilo. Uh, Demilo. Uh, honestly, Amy, you know what? Fight me outside Bradley's. Let's do it. I would love to have a drag queen fight. Actually, I want to go on air and talk about this. So I pitched this to somebody 
who um, I do a producing show with um, that I'm not going to talk specifically his name because I don't want to give any light to this man. Um, Mm -hmm. But he um, is a pro football player, and I told him that I want to start an ultimate drag queen fighting championship where we got a bunch of drag queens beating each other up and fighting each other like UFC style. What do y'all think? Uh, no. No? <laughs> no? Mm-mm. No, drag is glamorous and beautiful. It's not it could that. still be yeah. beautiful. Have you not seen John Cena? The first thing is going away is the wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's not. It's a no for me. I yeah, think, it's a I, no think for I, me I want to see Esme scrap no, some and people. I would definitely not do it. I want to see no. it. No, have um, have mercy. I have implants and all kinds of things. I'm not, I'm not messing up all my plastic surgeries and all that because somebody wants to watch me fight somebody else. No. Oh, wow, boom. And first of all, no, I would only no, fight no, for no. It, if there was a reason to fight. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, it's just no. that is it. Is entertainment not reason enough? No, I'm not into. Not that. for a drag queen. No. no, drag is glamorous and beautiful. And drag queens not made I, for the ring. I still argue. That no. John Cena is a very beautiful person. Mm-hmm. He's so also a cis male. I don't find him beautiful. I do find him extremely handsome and masculine. I feel mm-hmm. like he could do. He could also. But he's not, get, I wouldn't call his face beautiful. I want to see him in a wig. Timothy Chalamet is beautiful. I want to see him in a wig and with some fake boobles. No, I don't. I wouldn't want to no, see him. Like that. I don't think I want to see that either. No, I want to see him the way he is. He's very handsome. He's very yeah. masculine. Drag That's his look. He's him. a rugged. Drag doesn't work. He, he is You know what he would be great at? He would be great uh, as a Terminator. <laughs> I can see that. You know that would I mean? be a good movie. Yeah, because he has yeah. that look. He has a very strong, masculine look. Can we have like a The he's Rock not a pretty versus boy at John all. Cena like Terminator movie? Yeah, he's not pretty. I mean, I would I wouldn't be opposed to that. And there's nothing wrong with a man not being pretty either. You can be very rugged and handsome and masculine. I don't know. Maybe that's I'm just thinking of John Cena. And that's in... a form of beauty in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard he's Have in you doubt guys too. seen uh, the Fred movie? <laughs> no. Fred the who? Fred movie. I Fred. see Freddy Krueger. Oh, the, the yes, white boy. Yes, the high pitched white boy. He had a movie, and John Cena played Fred's yeah, dad. Yeah. And um, oh I don't know. God. That maybe that's where my gay fantasies of having him be a daddy. So I don't know. <laughs> that movie was a hot mess. The show is a hot mess. It was a hot mess, but it was. It had John Cena as the dad, it and it just like oh. John Cena, please be my father. Adopt me. Anyways, we also got some bills to other talk about, and um, other than the HB one two three three. So let's let's throw some more uh, abbreviations and numbers at you guys. So HB nine zero one and SB one one two zero. So this bill will essentially ban government entities from being able to display fr- pride, uh, pride flags or any flag that represents political viewpoints on any partisan, racial, or relation to sexual orientation or gender or political ideological views. So basically, what that means is St. Petersburg, Gulfport, Tampa, none of them would be able to fly a rainbow flag if that bill were to pass. What is your opinion on that, Mama Esme? Have you ever seen where the rainbow flag itself has been targeted in terms of the legislation? No. But 
I kind of waffle on that one because I don't like people to display things in public spaces that are religious. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, so I practice Christianity. My family is, um, my father was Catholic and my mother is Baptist. So I practice Christianity, obviously. But I don't want to walk into a public space and have Christian stuff there. My Christianity should be in my church and at home. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's a separation of uh, church, church and state. state. Well, it should be. There should be a separation of church. And I don't want my Christianity or Christian legislation in a courthouse or any, any place where the legal decisions have to be made. So I think the flag is the same way. It's like the American flag represents all of us. And if you want to fly your rainbow flag, you can fly it in your front of your house. You can fly it um, in front of your business. We can mm -hmm. we can march it down a street if we're having a parade, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I I I do understand. I on the other hand, I also see where the city wants to fly the flag to support our community. So well, right. I get yeah. that part and of it as well. I have a response uh, yeah. in that regard. Yeah. So yeah. the main thing that I have about that is that that revolves in the perfect world that there is no. Christian nativity scenes during Christmas time. There is no Easter bunny traditions. There's no uh, nothing. That means religion and state are completely separate. And that's not the world that we live in, yeah. unfortunately. And I completely agree with you. I think yeah. that there should be a separation of church and state, but we do have to be real here in that we are talking about individuals and these individuals are going to allow Christian individuals to put up things such as Christmas trees and uh, Christmas lights and all the other different things, the nativity scenes and all the things that, that re revolve around Christmas, around Christmas time. So why shouldn't we be able well, no. to put the pride flag here's, around there? Here's the thing. If anything they can do, we should be able to do. Right, exactly. You see what I'm saying? And, and let me say it's this. It's our not First just, Amendment, right? Not just Christianity. If somebody practices Islam, is Islamic, or any other faith, they should be able to proclaim their faith and their flags or whatever in public spaces. If Christians are allowed to do it, everyone should be allowed to do it. It shouldn't yeah. just be for Christians only. Yeah. Everyone and, should be allowed then. We should all and, just, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like so, I said. And, and if we're going to remove one flag and whatever it is, we remove everything then. Yeah, and I, and I think that's how the, this bill is might be ex, misconstrued. Except yeah. the American flag. I think the American flag, because the American flag is, is something our, we can yeah. all fly under. Yeah, it's, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Americans. I'm going to be honest with you. When I saw the transgender, I remember when I saw the transgender flag the first time, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know what the heck that was. Yeah. I said, well, why do we need a flag? So I always thought that the pride <laughs> flag was for all of us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I thought when you flew the pride flag, it meant every color represented everyone yeah. in that rainbow. All of us. It's the mm -hmm. rainbow, right? Exactly, yeah. And I said, why do we need a pride flag? Then it was, then the bisexuals had a flag, and then the lesbians got a flag. And I was like, wait the a minute, this is too many damn flags now. We're going to have to work on this, friends. And yeah. I'm not saying, I, I understand that it's kind of like marking our territory, but... We gotta simplify things. It's getting too complicated. Also, I feel yeah. like doing that divides us. It as does people. divide like, us. If the already the pride flag, it's already saying like we are gay. It's just like 
it's already separating us from straight people. So yeah. like, and then you separating, you're now like that's filtering how I even too. more into yeah. like everybody's just small little tribes. Yeah, yeah. we're not really okay. all tribes. We're we're really yeah. a community, right? I think where it boils down to is the the idea that the rainbow flag doesn't incorporate all the LGBTQ plus specifically. So I think the reason why people have started to grab on to having new flags is because they don't feel like the rainbow, especially the people who are the LGB without the T and plus that are very against the trans, but are for that are like, oh, you can be gay as long as you keep it out of my face like that are for those sure. types of people. And there there are quite a few people who are like, I don't accept trans individuals and are still gay themselves. Yeah. So I think that's where that want for identity comes from is that they didn't feel included within they, they that rainbow. Represented. They didn't feel represented. Yeah. And, and I kind of understand that. And well, it's our First Amendment right if we want to fly whatever flag we want to fly. I'm going to ban. And, you know, that's, that's that. But also I wanted to put out there, uh, you said any political issues since when is my race political? Since uh, well, when is that well, the Black Lives gay. Matter has a flag? Yeah. I know, so they're saying so they're saying that they're black, trying to knock all the they're flags trying, out. They're trying to knock all the flags out. Listen, but, this uh, this uh, particular this is all coming from one one side. Yeah, and it's and it's just about being cruel. Right, and but, isolating people and making people that feel different bad that they're different. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but, but since there's, when is being black a different way of life? Well, you know, you know we all want to think of, we're yeah. Americans, but you know, maybe you live differently than I do. Maybe Chris lives a little differently than yeah. I, uh, than Esme does. You yeah. know, so it's like. Yeah, since when when does a lifestyle become politicized? I because think the way that it's gonna like misconstrue it is also exactly in that sort of way in the face of Christians because I think that if it does pass and this is I want to make sure to push this out here this is not past legislation this is not even legislation that has gone through committees it has not gone through amendments they're this just is kinda, not they're just going this is introduced legislation they're, they're giving it the field test this is yeah yes and no this is something that they want to have passed However, it's not going to be passed exactly like this. There is going to be redactions. There's going to be amendments. So if you are out there and you are worried that, you know, all seems lost, I guarantee you Anna Eskamani, Michelle Rayner, all these people are going to fight to include as many yeah. proper amendments to make this more clear than it is right now because it is very smoke and mirrors right now. I think that what I personally need, I can't speak for anybody else in this room, what I need, and we're planning on doing that, having the equality people here. Hopefully. Is, yeah, is having wood. somebody explain it to me so that I can see the bigger picture. Does that make sense? Get clarification. I may, be, I may be looking at this picture through my lens and it's very small. And I think maybe someone listening right now is looking at it through their lens and going, well, it's just a flag. That's not a big deal. But maybe, maybe I'm not looking at it from a wide enough lens. So this is where education is. I know from my point of view, I would like to be educated more on the need for these flags. Yeah. You know, I know that sounds crazy coming from somebody like me that's transgender, but... You know, maybe it's my generation as well. Maybe it's a generational thing. So before we go into a music break, Oscar, do you have anything to say regarding the topic specifically? You know, like now that you mentioned that, it brings it back. I feel like 
it brings it like I'm Hispanic. So I, to put an example out there, so like Puerto Ricans are now because they're a territory, they're considered Americans, but they're also <laughs> Latinos. They're also Hispanics and they have their own flag. Correct. And it was banned at some point from being um, shown. So if you put it like if you connect it, it's like there are Hispanics who are Americans because of territories, but they were not allowed to show their pride of being Hispanic. So it's like, I feel like it's important. Yeah, like you said, like why? It's like what's the big picture of having the flag and like thinking about that's like connecting with that. It's like and Florida has its own flag. Yeah, it's just like state of Florida has its own flag. So well, every state has their own flag. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, pride. Tampa Pride has their own flag. Yeah. So that's what so I'm saying. it's. I, I think it's it's representation. Yeah. It is a representation, but but I, I would like to. I'm hoping that you will find uh, somebody from the organization somebody who really knows. Yeah, I to come the, here and give us a more in depth look at this and how these laws affect when they're passed, what they actually do to us. You know what yes. I mean? So I will I will get on that and yeah. let's go into a little bit of a music break. This is Space Oddity by David Bowie right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the Big Gay Radio Show. Ground control to Major Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to Major Tom
Hey, Tampa Bay, this is Joanna Grosso from the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good LGBTQIA news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Central Florida, Watermark is working on its annual feature about love, sex, and marriage in the LGBTQ plus community. The portion pertaining to marriage will examine wedding and marriage habits within the community, and Watermark would like to know your thoughts. The survey does not ask for any personal identification information, and all information gathered will be used solely for this story. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. In world news, Gabriel Atal on January 9th became France's youngest and first openly gay prime minister. President Emmanuel Macron appointed Atal to succeed Elizabeth Bourne as he continues to reshuffle his government ahead of Europe elections that will take place in June. Atal, 34, was a government spokesperson before Macron appointed him the country's education minister last year. In Gulfport, the LGBTQ Resource Center is searching for its next board president following the completion of Susan Gore's four-year term. The organization initially launched in 2015 as a project of the Circle of Friends of Gulfport Public Library. It exists today to promote the experiences, contributions, and needs of the LGBTQ plus community and began operating as its own nonprofit under Gore's leadership. Gore's tenure saw the creation or expansion of initiatives like Art Out, Read Out, Branch Out, and Speak Out, annual events, and scholarships designed to elevate and support the arts and more. Interested parties are invited to apply for the board president position by February 2nd and can do so online. The role requires a two-year term, which is renewable up to four years of maximum service is volunteer-based and requires 5 to 10 hours per week with frequent outreach and community engagement. Mark your calendars, Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show has announced that WMNF's Big Gay Bingo is back at Cocktail. Join us Monday, February 12th at Cocktail St. Pete for a night of bingo fun hosted by Alexis De La Mer. Balls start dropping at 8 o'clock. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. This has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Joanna Grosso on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. For those 55 plus, the Epic Generations Group has a full week of events. And today, the 11th, let's have a serious medical marijuana discussion at 3 in St. Pete. There are also two coffee hours this week and reserve your spot for lunch and mini golf in Clearwater by January 18th. Get more info at myepic.org. The schedule for the Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival St. Pete edition at the Greenlight Cinema in St. Pete is available now. There is a full weekend of films January 25th through the 28th, including opening night shorts, spotlight series, and the closing night film. Tickets and packages are available now. Get all the festival info at TIGLFF.com. Pasco Pride 2024 is happening February 24th and returning to Heritage Park in Land O'Lakes. They are currently seeking volunteers, vendors, and sponsors. Pasco Pride is one of the fastest growing Pride events in the area. Get all the info by visiting PascoPride.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at TampaBayGay.com. I'm Jeannie Holton. And I'm Nathaniel Cox. Tune in every Sunday from noon to 2 to the Acoustic Peace Club on WMNF. We play singer-songwriters and acoustic music from blues to bluegrass and speak loudly for peace. Join us every Sunday at noon on WMNF Tampa.
top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
Listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5. Join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I'm your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by a gaggle of gays, Brian and Esme, and D. Oscar. Hello. 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 Buenos dias. So, I have a question for you, Miss Esme. Well, actually, I have two questions. Because Latinx was celebrating their five-year anniversary. How do you say congratulations, Latinx, on your five-year anniversary in Spanish? Oh, um, felicidades. Just felicidades would be congratulations, you know. Interesting. Yeah. All right, well. Congratulations to Latinx. I'm yeah. yes. I don't even know if there's a translation for Latinx. Latinx? No, I don't know. Latinx. 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 Which yeah. is not, which doesn't. In which X does, is X. Yeah. yeah, which doesn't even apply to us. Because we're not Latinx. Well, no, we're not Latinx. We're, <laughs> it's, for, it's for people from South America. Yeah. And we're not from know. South America. <laughs> we're from the Caribbean, baby. We're from the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I know gotcha. a lot of people from South America now. So mm-hmm. I, I got another question. So we have we've talked about um, your um, intimacy habits, mm-hmm. um, w- womanscaping. Do you wax? I don't have shave? any. I don't have any hair. Really? No, it was yeah. removed. I, I I lasered everything when I started living huh. as a woman. So so all the way back in the Every, like in the day, but everything. Everything's gone. Really? Good yeah, I'm for like you, a ba- girl. I'm like a baby down there. <laughs> oh, boy. She gets cold sometimes. <laughs> I was just curious. Yeah, yeah like, no, you know. I don't even grow it on my legs. Yeah, Yeah, that's I got awesome. lasered everywhere. Yeah, I got lasered. And I do and I do re- retouch-ups every three or four years. I go and touch up a spot or something pops up. But it's pretty pretty much done, yeah. I want to get yeah. my... I want to get lasered at least on my chest because it doesn't... It doesn't grow right. So if you know, laser the good thing. Well, for you, right. if you don't have like a lot already, mm. you're gonna have no problem removing any of that hair. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But so, you, you never know. Your body's gonna age, and as it ages, things change. Yeah. You know, I I, I wasn't as hairy as I was back then. Yeah. But now I'm just like, yeah. But it, it, yeah, the body goes through changes just like any other, any other, so. Yeah, so I don't have a lot. I never had a lot of, I'm probably the only Cuban that doesn't grow a lot of hair. <laughs> you know, and obviously I'm not genetically female, so I should be hairy. Uh-huh. You know, even my mustache, when I did have it, it was so thin. It was like... It was like, quonk, 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 quonk. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's my, I remember my mother going, I think you got, you wash your face, you got dirt. I go, it's not dirt. I think it's my mustache coming through. Because I was mm-hmm. a little kid, maybe like 11 or 12 years old. And yeah, so when I removed it, it was really easy to remove. It was like I lasered it off easily. It's funny. I have, so, a, I have another trans friend. Uh, he's uh, female to male. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of men that... Um, there's a lot of men that say uh, he, he's got more hair than I do, and he's trans man to yeah. woman, like well, full well, beard, well, everything. The, well, the, t- the testosterone that he's taking activates that. Mm-hmm. So um, no, and it's true. He's he's got like he's got a full beard. Estrogen, he's a very passable man. Estrogen does not stop fem- uh, hair. I'm just telling you, trans women they say, oh, well, I'm taking uh, estrogen now. My hair is not growing. Girl, that's a lie. Your hair still grow. It, it may not grow as fast, but if you have hair on your face, you're going to still grow. You got to get lasered. Yeah. You got to get lasered. I tell, I all, trans women always ask me if they, what is the first 
thing you should do when you start living as a woman? I say, well, as soon as you know that you're going to start living as a woman long term, the first thing you should do, even before you take a hormone or nothing, is get rid of all that hair. I mean, I mean, I it's still, just not in a good look. I mean, I still know some hairy women, but uh, it's yeah, just it's not a good look. It's not a good no. look on women. It's not a good look. On, it's not just not a good look. The bearded drag a community beard, is oh going to come after you now. It's not a good, you know, I, I remember I, I was a Adriana Sparkle is yeah. not booking you no, anymore. Now, if you're a drag queen, it's different. I'm talking about trans. I know. Women. I was, yeah. I was yeah. just joking. Drag, queen, drag queens, some drag queens. Well, that, you know, the most drag queens that, that live as men. That's different. It, it's well, a completely different. Thing. Well, they, no, I was talking about cis women too. Cis women, yeah. so you oh, know, yeah. I, just... I talked to women with full mustaches going, "Girl, well, you yeah. gotta get because they're trying to like." change the whole perspective of like having facial hair because I have a friend or acquaintance you can say from like school they do not they're a dancer girl like does not want to shave her legs does not want to shave her armpits does not want to shave anything Mm -hmm. and it's not pretty it's just her choice though it's her choice I'm pro-choice here I'm pro-choice too but I just oh it's just not and speaking of pro-choice I want to go into a little bit of a tangent so I saw I saw somebody post that they were unhappy about the amount of selfies somebody takes in a day and said that you don't have to post a selfie everywhere you go. And to that, I want to address that sort of mentality because there are so many ways that you can use social media to be a negative person. And if you are judging another individual for the behavior that they are exhibiting on social media when it's positive, what is the point? Um, You know what I mean? Oh, go ahead. So I'll be honest. I do post a lot of selfies. It's nobody's business. But it's nobody's no. business. And the if reason you, why... If you don't like... If people don't like that you're posting selfies about yourself, whatever it is you're doing, or that you take photos of your food or whatever crazy stuff you want to do, which maybe I completely don't want to see, that all I have to do is unfollow you. You don't have to go on somebody's social media page and read them and try to belittle them or humiliate them because they're living their best life the way they want to live it. Mind your damn business. Stay out of folks' business. If you don't like what they're doing on their social media, unfollow them and the or other, block them. That's the it. other like sort of the other sort of topic that I kind of want to bring into is that you don't know the money that these individuals are making in terms of their Facebook posts or any of their social media posts. Because if they're making TikToks, they could be on the creator fund. So you judging them for yeah. making a living yeah. isn't yeah. is is just not Most smart. Most of the it, time, the it, people that make comments are just jealous. Well, it's just jealous people or bitter, unhappy people that are seeing other people living their best life, having a great time, and they're like they're sitting there with their phone, living some miserable existence. Going, I'm just gonna make some negative. Why are you always naked on Facebook? It, why are you worried about it? And it's not that it's yeah. not naked. It uh, was just it was just well, selfies in yeah, general. Whatever, it, it doesn't matter. You don't like it? That's fine. I, I I'm not mad at well, you for that. Just unfollow them. You don't need to make a comment like that. Here's Just mind your own business. Here's also my thing about uh, selfies. I, I mean, I don't mind them, but I, I, you know, sometimes when I look 
at someone's Facebook profile. Uh, I take a look at, you know, their pictures. I just kind of scroll through like, okay, it's that's a selfie angle. That's a selfie angle. That's a selfie angle. It's just me in saying that and uh, that you can take a picture without having your hand up. A lot of people don't know there's timers on your phone. Like, I remember I explained that to one of our coworkers, Christy Knight, and she was always doing a selfie, consistently taking a selfie. And sometimes it's the angle for me in an art, me being the graphic designer, artistic you know, person that I am, it's kind of the the whole angle here, 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 here. You know, I'd rather you put the timer on, put your phone right here, and then just smile. That's that's kind well, of just me. Do but, and you know, I don't know how and, to do that. Yeah, so no, I can, honestly, sure. I can I can tell you how to do that. You know, because I do it a lot. Maybe people don't. You know, maybe they don't want to do it. That maybe they just want to just take crazy. Yeah. I have friends of mine that are constantly taking photos of their food. Personally, let me be honest with you. I think it's kind of dumb, okay? But it's none of my business. Yeah. Okay, if you want to take photo, photos of your food, it's none of my... If, if I'm really that upset about it, if it really is, all that I got to do is go to the unfollow. Now, I'm not following. I don't have to look at you take pictures of your food anymore. Right. I don't have to write on your Facebook page, girl, why are you always taking photos of your food? It's none of my business. I feel and, like people who talk or write comments, just, majority of the times are the type of people who wouldn't... They feel powerful in social media, but they will never say it to your face. Well, you're just stupid. Yeah. The Lord blessed me and, with a selfie stick for an arm. You know, I'm going to freaking use it. <laughs> Yeah, it was nine ninety nine. It was nine ninety nine. The Dollar Tree. These kids today, they take photos of themselves in the grocery store. They do lives. All these kids now today, they do lives. I had a friend of mine the other day tell me, "Have you ever done a live putting on your makeup?" I said, "Well, hell no. I don't want people to see how I put on my makeup." Well, everybody else does it. Well, that's fine. I'm not everybody else. I don't begrudge the other girls that do it. There's a lot of young girls. Me, yeah, Bradley. Yeah, they like. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. go on there and go, girl, what are you doing? That's your bastard. If you want to if you want to do it, you do it. I right. I think the problem is people are just worried too much about what other folks are doing. And, and for me it's the That's consistency thing. It, it's I, I like variety in photos. Like for for instance, Chris, when you take the selfie for all of us at the end of the night, yes, there's a selfie at the end of the night. Um that that stylistically is something that you choose, and that's what people expect. Um, usually for me, I, I, I don't mind taking a selfie. I don't mind you posting half-naked pictures of yourself. I don't mind that. I just sometimes the selfie angle just is like, for me, feels typical. You want variety. Yeah. You want good Judging content. Judging me because of my selfie angle. And no, no, no. Asshole. Like I said, I like your, I like your <laughs> selfie. I like your selfie no, angle. Thanks, I like bro. the consistency of it. And you, you do it all the time that people expect that of you. Yeah, it's but, just, but it's fine to so me. Yeah. Some, another point that I kind of want to bring up is that I struggled a lot with my personal body issues and that I... When I was 15 to 18 years old, I never liked looking into a mirror. I forced myself to take selfies. I didn't like looking at myself in the mirror. I hated it. Now I've gotten to a point where I look in the mirror and I'm really proud of the person that I have become and that I'm feeling good about who I am as an individual. And it makes me proud and it makes me happy. And I post these pictures because it truly makes me feel like I have moved to a point of happiness where I can look at myself in the mirror, look at myself in a, in a camera, and I can be like, proud. 
I, I can look at myself and I, I, I look happy and I actually feel like I've made decent decisions and I've made decent change within my life. Right. And on that note, let's go into a little bit of music. This is Just the Way It Is by Bruce Hornsby right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
I'm Joanna Grosso, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Florida, the Republican Party of Florida oust Chairman Christian Ziegler and elected his replacement in a special vote on January 8th as police investigate a rape accusation against him. A vast majority of about 200 Florida GOP members approved the ouster in a voice vote during a closed-door meeting that Ziegler did not attend. According to Republican State Senator Blaise Ingoglia, a former party chair who participated in the vote, he said no one spoke in favor of Ziegler. The Sarasota Police Department is investigating the woman's accusations that Ziegler raped her at her apartment in October. Police documents say that Ziegler and the woman had planned a sexual threesome that day, but Bridget Ziegler was unable to attend. The accuser says Christian Ziegler arrived anyway and assaulted her. In legislative news, the Florida House introduced a new bill, House Bill 1233, on January 4th, seeking to define the terms man and woman based on biological sex assigned at birth. The bill, sponsored by Representative Dean Black, would legally determine whether a person is male or female based on what is listed on their birth certificate. Along with legally defining these terms, the bill would also, quote, replace references to the term gender and the term sex, according to the bill. This would affect applications for a disability ID cards and application requirements for driver's license and ID cards, prohibiting the issues of original or replacement driver's license or ID cards that list a person's sex as inconsistent with what they are assigned at birth. The bill also requires insurers to offer coverage of therapies and mental health services that affirm one's sex assigned at birth when a person's perception that his or her sex is inconsistent with the sex at birth in all policies after July 1st. In a Facebook post, Equality Florida accused the bill of, quote, denying transgender Floridians accurate driver's licenses and other IDs, attempting to revoke transgender protections in housing, employment, and public spaces, reinforcing anti-transgender discrimination in bathrooms, locker rooms, shelters, and more, and requiring the surveillance and outing of transgender Floridians by public health, crime, and economic data tracking agency. In Ohio, despite receiving enough signatures to appear on the ballot, a transgender woman has been disqualified from an Ohio House race because she omitted her previous name, raising concern that other transgender candidates nationwide may face similar barriers. Vanessa Joy was one of the four transgender candidates running for state office in Ohio, largely in response to proposed restrictions of the rights of LGBTQ plus people. She was running as a Democrat in House District 50, a heavily Republican district in Stark County, Ohio, against GOP candidate Matthew Kishman. Joy legally changed her name and birth certificate in 2022, which she said she provided to the Stark County Board of Elections for the March 19th primary race. However, a little-known 1990 state law says that the candidate must provide any name changes within the last five years to qualify for the ballot. Since the law is not currently listed on the candidate requirement guidelines on Ohio Secretary of State's website, Joy didn't know it existed. To provide her former name, Joy said, would be to use her dead name, a term used by the transgender community to refer to the name given at birth, not one they chose that aligns with their gender identity. And while Joy said that the spirit of the law is to weed out bad actors, it creates a barrier for transgender people who want to run for office and may not want to share their dead name for important reasons, including concern about their personal safety. Joy appealed her disqualification Thursday and is now seeking legal representation. She plans to try to change Ohio's law. A second transgender woman's Irene Childry, 41 of St. Mary's petition to run for the Ohio House of Representatives is also being challenged because she did not disclose her birth name, according to the Ohio election officials. In addition to Childry and Joy, two other trans people filed to run for the state's legislature, according to the local outlet Cleveland.com. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. This has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Joanna Grosso, and this is 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. For those 55 plus, the Epic Generations Group has a full week of events, and today, the 11th, let's have a serious medical marijuana discussion at 3 in St. Pete. There are also two coffee hours this week, and reserve your spot for lunch and mini golf in Clearwater by January 18th. Get more info at myepic.org. The schedule for the Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival St. Pete edition at the Greenlight Cinema in St. Pete is available now. 
there's a full weekend of films January 25th through the 28th, including opening night shorts, spotlight series, and the closing night film. Tickets and packages are available now. Get all the festival info at TIGLFF.com. Pasco Pride 2024 is happening February 24th and returning to Heritage Park and Land O'Lakes. They are currently seeking volunteers, vendors, and sponsors. Pasco Pride is one of the fastest growing Pride events in the area. Get all the info by visiting PascoPride.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gate community calendar. More information at TampaBayGate.com. WMNF is accepting volunteer applications to be part of our on-air team. And welcome. This is Flappy Nights. Welcome, welcome to the Soul Kitchen and Design, your resident chef, Big Eddie G. Join your favorite voices on 88.5 FM, WMNF.org, and our HD channels. If you've always dreamed of being on the radio, I would love to be on the radio. Now's your chance. Join your listening-supported radio station, WMNF. Apply under the programming tab at WMNF.org. Mark your calendars, Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show has announced that WMNF's Big Gay Bingo is back at Cocktail. Join us Monday, February 12th at Cocktail St. Pete for a night of bingo fun. Hosted by Alexis De La Mer. Balls start dropping at 8 o'clock. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. I need a lover to keep me sane. Pull me from hell, bring me back again. Play me the classics. Something romantic Giving my all when I don't even have it I always dreamed of a solemn face Someone who feels like a holiday But now I'm in pieces Barely believing Starting to think that I've lost all feeling You came out the blue on a rainy night No lie I'll tell you how I almost died Why you're bringing me back
Listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5. Join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I'm your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Joined by some beautiful people. Esme Russell, Brian Hinkson, and Oscar. Welcome, Hello. guys. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Yeah. Mama Esme, <laughs> you've got a, a story for us. Yeah, so Gypsy Rose... Um, uh, Blanchard, right? Blanchard has been in the news. So basically, to break it down, on June the 14th in 2015, uh, in Greene County, Missouri, they found the body of Claudine Blanchard face down in her bedroom, lying on the bed in a pool of blood from stab wounds, stab wounds inflicted several days earlier. There was no sign of her daughter, Gypsy Rose, who at the time was 23 years old, who was, according to Blanchard, had chronic conditions like leukemia, asthma, muscular dystrophy, and a mental capacity of a seven-year-old due to brain damage, um, premature birth. All of that was later found to be a lie. Uh, so they found the body of Dee Dee might have fallen victim to foul play. Gypsy Rose, whose wheelchair and medications were still in the house they thought had been abducted. They later found out that she had left with her boyfriend. They were later arrested and they were charged with the murder of her mother. So her mother had um, imprisoned her in her house for many, many years. and Ever since she was born. Ever since she was born. She falsified yeah. her age. She lied yeah. about all the various different Correct. things and lied to the doctors to get a feeding tube put in her. Correct. Um, she was very abusive. Many people accepted the situation as true and benefited, and they benefited uh, from the efforts of charities such they as also, Children Mercy's Hospital, Make-A-Wish, and the Ronald McDonald household. The mother made money doing this they off of her daughter. They being a hurricane Katrina survivors and got a yeah. brand new house um, yeah. as well. So basically, overall, Dee Dee Blanchard was not a very forthcoming person. No, she was yeah. suffering she from was, that, that, that um, Munchausen Munchausen by, by, by proxy, proxy which, exactly, which means that you um, you um, create illnesses that another person so you can benefit from it. Yes, you know what I oh, mean. Oh, that's it's a, a psychological. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's a, a psychological, psychological thing. disorder. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Her, so, so Gypsy Rose and her boyfriend at the time, um, Mark, um, not Mark, but I can't think of his name right now. They uh, they conspired and planned to murder her, and they did. Okay. So his name was Godijan. After I guess that's his last name. So yeah. So so literally they um, plot. So she was. <laughs> I'm still trying to get all this. Uh, so she was a victim of her mother. Correct. Yeah, so, she, so, she, so she started dating this guy secretly and, from her mother. She met him online. And, and then what she did was is she got the guy, her and the guy plotted to murder her mother so she could get away from her mother. Yeah. You see That's what I'm crazy. saying? So yeah. once once some woman, they, they stabbed her. He stabbed her a bunch of times and then they left together. And when they found them, of course, they were both charged with the murder. And she got, um, she served about, I think, eight years in prison. Wow. And um, a, I thought, I think yeah, she eight served, years. She eight, was sentenced eight, to 10. Eight years of a 10 year sentence. Was, she was yes. granted parole and was released from prison on, on December the 28th, which is not too long ago. 
after a brief trial uh, in 2018, her boyfriend was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole because he murdered her, murdered murdered the mother. The primary reason for that is because he was, in all kindness, a sociopath. He said that he had another uh, personality that was very murderous and wanted to murder uh, have have murderous individual murder individuals and then rape them. Um, and Gypsy Rose um, explicitly denied he wanted to rape Dee Dee's body after he killed her. And uh, Gypsy explicitly denied them permission to do that. So unfortunately, he did that to her. Um, so he. Did you, you just sounded like Chewbacca there, Brian. Oh, no, I was <laughs> testing the mic. You can't anyway, tell it's just a horrible situation. Yeah, no, it's a wow. horrible situation. So, so. Uh, she was released from prison in uh, the end of December, and she's been going on to The View. She's been going on to the various different news channels. And in my opinion, I think it's uh, honestly terrible she's being put into the spotlight because it's it cannot be healthy for her to be reminded of her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend murdering her mother. But at the same time, is she a victim or a villain? She's a victim, I think, in terms of that. I think that she's... She's both because she conspired to murder her mother. Okay. So she's both. I think it's more along the lines of, like, um, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did she become a victim first or did she become an assailant? No, she became a victim first. She so, was a victim definitely first. And she was a victim well, for uh, many, many years. Victim because her so mom at, at benefited time, from her. Yeah, at the time of the murder, she was 23 years old. And she thought she was like 16. Uh-huh. Her mother was lying to everybody about her age. So she was yeah. o- older than she was. You know and, what I mean? Her mother just never told her her real age. And the other right. thing that bothers me about this situation is the people who are capitalizing on her story. Yeah, they've uh, done a documentary. That, they've done a movie. Well, not even just the, the documentary, uh, the, the TV show The Act yeah. uh, that Hulu did. That wasn't condoned by Gypsy Rose Blanchard herself. So at this yeah. point, we're having people basically take her story and use it against, not against her, but use it in a way that she's not explicitly giving permission to. And uh, that's why I'm kind of glad that she is kind of going on these media tours because she's actually able to explain her story and explain the why she did everything. Well, it also seems like people are still profiting off of her now. Yeah. But that's the other thing is that these people are running advertisements on the same time slots that they are going and, and giving these people. So... It's not like she's going on TikTok for free. What happened to her is really horrible. She has a really big fan base of people that are very supportive of the fact that she lived this abusive life. I mean, literally, she was, you know, treated like a a mental patient, you know, Mm -hmm. and with all these health issues. And there was really nothing wrong with her. It was all fake. It was all made up. I just don't understand these doctors that went along with it. You know, how the mother was able to fool the doctors. Well, once they became suspicious, they would move on to a different doctor. Correct. Like, it was is very pick-and-choosy. Like, uh, oh, you, you think that this is an issue? Oh, no, never mind. This is not an issue. I'm going to go to this other Correct. person. Correct. Her mother was working it. She worked yeah. the system for a and long time. And I just time. read that it's basically, like, 
lying about like hurricane and stuff, like using like natural stuff to like they lost their files of papers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then like they could just move on. Correct. So where where's your doctor? Correct. They lost. They lost. The, she would go to a doctor and say, "Well, I lost everything in a hurricane, so I have no medical documentation for my daughter, even though yeah. this is what's happening to her." She was so, real good at manipulating the system. So well, does it does it the article say what happened to her? Like now that she's out of. Prison? Gypsy was just released on uh, the twenty, uh, like in December, the end well, of December. While she and was in prison, she met a guy. He's a teacher, and they're they got married, and they're in a relationship right now. And according okay. to her on Instagram, she is getting mm, on the daily. Yeah, which <laughs> she, she posted which is, about it. Yeah, she commented which you, it. Which again, it's just a very odd thing to. Post. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. she, she's getting put you know, into the public if, if, really if I, weirdly. If I'm having sex on the daily, I, I don't need to talk about it. To, to the entire world, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. great. You're having sex, but you don't need to talk about it or or the size of his penis. She right. she's mentioned that, and that's just inappropriate. So, I I don't see what that has to do with the prices of tea in China. Well, <laughs> here's the thing with me: it's a little bit unsettling, even though I know that she's a victim, and I know that what happened to her was very horrible. To be infamous because she's not famous; she's infamous. To be infamous for the murder of your mother, for conspiring to murder your mother, it's just, it's creepy. That's 8.2 million followers on Instagram. That's it's crazy. crazy. It's a yeah. little bit creepy to me, you know, but I'm not judging. I'm just saying it just... Yeah. Well, the know, Oscar, do you have any opinion on this before we go into a music break? That's That story is very... I think I've seen this. Maybe the movie, I'm like looking into it. It's like they two... Movies that they made like 2017, and then the other one is made like in what it doesn't say, but I think I saw the movie. I don't remember it like the story. I remember I'm like looking, I remember the picture where they have of I don't know if it's her as a kid or if it's like an actor with the blonde, like that one blonde wig. Mm-hmm. It's like so I remember the story a little bit, like when it was just coming out because her the mother movie. would shave her head and everything, yeah. So it's like. This is very like how you said like for her to get famous off some of off a tra- tragedies. Yeah, like, it's just weird. It's your you mom. Know? At the end of the day, like she did everything, but I'm yeah. sure like it's she still felt something for her mom. I mean, she was literally on the View being interviewed by the ladies. And on she the still view. says like she said she regrets yeah, the she whole did. thing. She, she doesn't she believe did. that she did the right mm-hmm. thing. She thinks that it, yeah, if we, she were would have known what she knows now in hindsight. But you have to also remember. She was born into this. Yeah. She was given a world where not a lot of trust in adults was able to be given because anybody who, whenever she would speak out, they would immediately go to her mother. Yeah. So Mm. that's an issue that a lot of people, I think, face, especially within the LGBTQ community. A lot of people can't come out as gay because if they do come out as gay, they're going to go directly to their family and be like, what the hell? Yeah. So I I think that the, 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 the point of the matter is, is that we all need to be a little bit better and stop well, idolizing murderers. Well, real quick, I just want to say thanks for shedding light on this because I, I keep seeing article after article, and I'm like, what the hell is up with this Gypsy, yeah, um, yeah. Gypsy Rose? Yeah, because she's just very, she's everywhere. Like all yeah. of a sudden, on yeah, 
everywhere. And the only reason why is because she was just released out of prison. So now uh, the the tabloids and the, the paparazzi yeah. are going to stalk yeah, her like Britney style. There's some kind of a documentary that they're doing right now that's currently playing. I think it's on Hulu or something. Yeah. It uh, says that she released a lot of like details in her book, her latest yeah. book that she I think just yeah. published. All right. Well, let's go into a little bit of music break. Brian, this is Angel of the Morning by Juice oh, Newton yes. right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
You're listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is Joanna Grosso from the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Central Florida, Watermark is working on its annual feature about love, sex, and marriage in the LGBTQ plus community. The portion pertaining to marriage will examine wedding and marriage habits within the community, and Watermark would like to know your thoughts. The survey does not ask for any personal identification information, and all information gathered will be used solely for this story. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. In world news, Gabriel Attal on January 9th became France's youngest and first openly gay prime minister. President Emmanuel Macron appointed Attal to succeed Elizabeth Bourne as he continues to reshuffle his government ahead of Europe elections that will take place in June. Attal, 34, was a government spokesperson before Macron appointed him the country's education minister last year. In Gulfport, the LGBTQ Resource Center is searching for its next board president following the completion of Susan Gore's four-year term. The organization initially launched in 2015 as a project of the Circle of Friends of Gulfport Public Library. It exists today to promote the experiences, contributions, and needs of the LGBTQ plus community and began operating as its own nonprofit under Gore's leadership. Gore's tenure saw the creation or expansion of initiatives like Art Out, Read Out, Branch Out, and Speak Out, annual events, and scholarships designed to elevate and support the arts and more. Interested parties are invited to apply for the board president position by February 2nd and can do so online. The role requires a two-year term, which is renewable up to four years of maximum service is volunteer-based and requires 5 to 10 hours per week with frequent outreach and community engagement. Mark your calendars, Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show has announced that WMNF's Big Gay Bingo is back at Cocktail. Join us Monday, February 12th at Cocktail St. Pete for a night of bingo fun hosted by Alexis De La Mer. Balls start dropping at 8 o'clock. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. This has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Joanna Grosso on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. For those 55 plus, the Epic Generations Group has a full week of events. And today, the 11th, let's have a serious medical marijuana discussion at 3 in St. Pete. There are also two coffee hours this week and reserve your spot for lunch and mini golf in Clearwater by January 18th. Get more info at myepic.org. The schedule for the Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival St. Pete edition at the Greenlight Cinema in St. Pete is available now. There's a full weekend of films January 25th through the 28th, including opening night shorts, spotlight series, and the closing night film. Tickets and packages are available now. Get all the festival info at TIGLFF.com. Pasco Pride 2024 is happening February 24th and returning to Heritage Park in Land Lakes. They are currently seeking volunteers, vendors, and sponsors. Pasco Pride is one of the fastest growing Pride events in the area. Get all the info by visiting PascoPride.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at TampaBayGay.com. If you love classic soul, R&B, Caribbean, gospel, hip-hop, or house music, 
And if you love podcasting and exclusive interviews, if you love urban culture and urban music, then you will really love the Urban Cafe channel. You can find it here on HD2 if you have an HD2 radio, or you can go to WMNF.org and download our mobile app so that you can listen to it all the time. You're listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay, The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
little ditty about Jack and Diane, two American kids growing up in the heartland. Jack is gonna be a football star. Diane's debutante backseat of Jackie's car. Outside taste freeze Diane sitting on Jackie's lap Got his hands between her knees Jackie say, hey Diane Let's run off behind the shade of trees Dribble off those Bobby Brooks Let me do what I please Say, oh yeah Life goes on Long after the thrill Of living is gone Say, Of living is gone to walk on Jacks his back, flexes thoughts for the moment, scratches his head and does his best James Dean. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I'm your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. I just want to give a quick shout out to 
WMNF's Big Gay Bingo that's going to be happening at Cocktail St. Pete on February 12th at 8 p.m. Hosted by Alexis de la Mer. Make sure you're there. It's going to be at Cocktail St. Pete, one of my favorite bars to visit. If you're not there supporting WMNF, what you doing? It's a Monday. I don't know. What, what else would you be doing on a Monday? Not listening to our show. We're on a Thursday. I don't know what else. We're also joined by Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson and D. Oscar. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Hello. What would you be doing on a Monday, Mr. Brian? <laughs> you think you know. <laughs> Getting ready we for work. We work at the same job. <laughs> yeah. Miss Esme, so. what do you do on a Monday? Well, my weekend is so... Um, you have a busy, week. busy week. <sighs> you got a busy queen. Monday, You're like a bee. Mondays, usually, I don't want to do anything. It's your relax and chill. It's your sun. It's basically your Saturday. Yeah, it's basically you got my your, Saturday. You got your day off. Yeah. The Oscar, what do you do on a Monday? I will. Well, school just started, so I'll be probably in a studio. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, okay. Good for you and, and your schooling. School's just started for me, too. Um, yeah. Brian starts next week. Yeah. Gotta Where, love it. Let me guess, USF? Um, not yet. Oh, okay. Um, HCC, then I have to transfer probably to New York or LA. Okay. Cool. Ooh, all right. Bougie. Yeah. SBC here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, USF. Go Bulls. Anyways, Mr. Brian, you want to talk about some <clears throat> entertainment? Yeah, yeah. First off, I want to go into the uh, shows that I'm watching. Um, just the other day, um, yeah, no, yesterday, actually, um, on Disney Plus, Echo premiered. Um, and so Echo had her um, debut. Oh, in is that the, what that hand thing was that Ryan Williams Jen like posted? I think so. Yeah, Echo oh, has. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. yeah Echo. Um, she is a Marvel Comics. Right now, I, I, I think she is more My of an anti-hero than anything. So she's deaf, and she's also an amputee. So um, she was introduced in Hawkeye series, um, and. Uh, she is of Indian heritage, Native American heritage. Uh, so the show goes deep into that. Um, Disney Plus has released it uh, uh, all in one fell swoop. So you can binge the series now on Disney Plus. Um, she's a real kick-ass individual. And um, yeah, I, I so far I'm liking the show. Um, Right now, it's sitting pretty at about like seven, about seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, a lot of critics do really like the series. Um, so, other than that, um, it's a great series. I do find the main character unlikable for some reason, but it, it, she's an antihero, and that's her whole story her about shtick. it. Yeah, that's her shtick. So, um, so yeah, I I will say um, I'm on episode three of five, and so far, so good. Um, the other series that hasn't finished yet, but is still on Disney Plus too, is Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Mm -hmm. Now, I was never into the book, but this this series has me, and um, it's got it's got some good action. The story's pretty good, not to mention the the kid that plays Percy Jackson. He's he's a star in the making. He he can do no wrong in this. And I believe there's two more episodes. The last episode dropped yesterday. So I still have yet to watch the newest episode of it. I think I got um, Sean into it. I don't know if he's still watching it or yes. not, but he is. Okay, it's it's good. I would say watch it. Even if you're not a fan of the book, the, the series has you. Um, and then finally, I can't 
this will segue into the awards, but um, The Bear, I'm still off the high of that show, The Bear. Mm -hmm. It was on Hulu. It stars Jeremy Allen White and um, Ayo Edibari, um, which, by the way, won big at the Golden Globes for um, one of the biggest TV series, I think. Yeah, TV TV limited series. Um, Ayo Edibari and Jeremy Allen White uh, both won Best Actor, Best Lead Actor, and Best... Um, Lead actress, uh, and the bear actually won um, best TV series. Um, so um, yeah, there's that. Uh, so I, I really love this show. Like I said, it's about the food industry. If you're, I I usually watch the show when I'm eating, and I get even more hungry watching that show. <laughs> and the next thing you'll know is, uh, yes, chef, yes, chef. You'll you'll. You'll be uttering that consistently. Um, some more big winners of the Golden Globes. That we'll happened. talk about the Golden Globes a little bit later. But you know what really gets me what? ruffled up? Mm -hmm. Kitchen oh. nightmares. Kitchen nightmares. That the the Gordon Ramsay's just the way that he showcases these restaurants makes me never want to go into a small restaurant ever again. If I see that it's struggling, I don't want to see the kitchen ever. Let's go into a little bit of a music break. I'm sorry to steal mm. your thunder there, buddy. Oh, okay. This next song is a, uh, it's from an album that I opened my door and I just randomly found an album on my doorstep and turns out it was from my sister. It's a Lana Del Rey album. So this is Dark Paradise by Lana Del Rey right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
I'm Joanna Grosso, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Florida, the Republican Party of Florida oust Chairman Christian Ziegler and elected his replacement in a special vote on January 8th as police investigate a rape accusation against him. A vast majority of about 200 Florida GOP members approved the ouster in a voice vote during a closed-door meeting that Ziegler did not attend. According to Republican State Senator Blaise Ingoglia, a former party chair who participated in the vote, he said no one spoke in favor of Ziegler. The Sarasota Police Department is investigating the woman's accusations that Ziegler raped her at her apartment in October. Police documents say that Ziegler and the woman had planned a sexual threesome that day, but Bridget Ziegler was unable to attend. The accuser says Christian Ziegler arrived anyway and assaulted her. In legislative news, the Florida House introduced a new bill, House Bill 1233, on January 4th, seeking to define the terms man and woman based on biological sex assigned at birth. The bill, sponsored by Representative Dean Black, would legally determine whether a person is male or female based on what is listed on their birth certificate. Along with legally defining these terms, the bill would also, quote, replace references to the term gender and the term sex, according to the bill. This would affect applications for a disability ID cards and application requirements for driver's license and ID cards, prohibiting the issues of original or replacement driver's license or ID cards that list a person's sex as inconsistent with what they are assigned at birth. The bill also requires insurers to offer coverage of therapies and mental health services that affirm one's sex assigned at birth when a person's perception that his or her sex is inconsistent with the sex at birth in all policies after July 1st. In a Facebook post, Equality Florida accused the bill of, quote, denying transgender Floridians accurate driver's licenses and other IDs, attempting to revoke transgender protections in housing, employment, and public spaces, reinforcing anti-transgender discrimination in bathrooms, locker rooms, shelters, and more, and requiring the surveillance and outing of transgender Floridians by public health, crime, and economic data tracking agency. In Ohio, despite receiving enough signatures to appear on the ballot, a transgender woman has been disqualified from an Ohio House race because she omitted her previous name, raising concern that other transgender candidates nationwide may face similar barriers. Vanessa Joy was one of the four transgender candidates running for state office in Ohio, largely in response to proposed restrictions of the rights of LGBTQ plus people. She was running as a Democrat in House District 50, a heavily Republican district in Stark County, Ohio, against GOP candidate Matthew Kishman. Joy legally changed her name and birth certificate in 2022, which she said she provided to the Stark County Board of Elections for the March 19th primary race. However, a little-known 1990 state law says that the candidate must provide any name changes within the last five years to qualify for the ballot. Since the law is not currently listed on the candidate requirement guidelines on Ohio Secretary of State's website, Joy didn't know it existed. To provide her former name, Joy said, would be to use her dead name, a term used by the transgender community to refer to the name given at birth, not one they chose that aligns with their gender identity. And while Joy said that the spirit of the law is to weed out bad actors, it creates a barrier for transgender people who want to run for office and may not want to share their dead name for important reasons, including concern about their personal safety. Joy appealed her disqualification Thursday and is now seeking legal representation. She plans to try to change Ohio's law. A second transgender woman's Irene Childry, 41 of St. Mary's petition to run for the Ohio House of Representatives is also being challenged because she did not disclose her birth name, according to the Ohio election officials. In addition to Childry and Joy, two other trans people filed to run for the state's legislator, according to the local outlet Cleveland.com. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. This has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Joanna Grosso, and this is 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. For those 55 plus, the Epic Generations Group has a full week of events, and today, the 11th, let's have a serious medical marijuana discussion at 3 in St. Pete. There are also two coffee hours this week, and reserve your spot for lunch and mini golf in Clearwater by January 18th. Get more info at myepic.org. The schedule for the Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival St. Pete edition at the Greenlight Cinema in St. Pete is available now. 
There's a full weekend of films January 25th through the 28th, including opening night shorts, spotlight series, and the closing night film. Tickets and packages are available now. Get all the festival info at TIGLFF.com. Pasco Pride 2024 is happening February 24th and returning to Heritage Park in Land Lakes. They are currently seeking volunteers, vendors, and sponsors. Pasco Pride is one of the fastest growing Pride events in the area. Get all the info by visiting PascoPride.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at TampaBayGay.com. WMNF is more than just 88.5 FM. You can also find us online at WMNF.org. Check out the latest news stories, how to volunteer, future WMNF concerts, stream live or the latest episode of your favorite music shows, and more. And of course, you can always show your support by clicking on the Donate Now button. Explore your community at WMNF.org. Mark your calendars, Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show has announced that WMNF's Big Gay Bingo is back at Cocktail. Join us Monday, February 12th at Cocktail St. Pete for a night of bingo fun hosted by Alexis De La Mer. Balls start dropping at 8 o'clock. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page.
You're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5. Join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa. Two, I can touch you through the phone. I touch you through the universe. In another time zone. It's the only time I can reverse. But when there's two dimensions, there's only one I'm missing. And if you feel alone, you don't have to feel that no more. I just wanna see you like that. See you like that. Oh, oh. So if you're What you asked for Drunk and JT on the main now You can still find me in a drop top With the top down But I got so many lanes now And when I put it in a six And it clicks All the tricks got you going insane now I reach through the screen Put my touch top up While I'm watching the rain down Come with me I'll just call up the plane now Now let me fly you out to Seoul, Korea I just wanna get into your soul like a river I got the volume when you wanna get the beat up Cause it's like 3D when we meet up And I WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by the beautiful Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson. Hello. And the Oscar. Hello. Welcome to the party, everybody. Morning. I just got a, a very nice phone call from a guy named Mike who works over in sanitation. Shout out to Mike. He... Gave us some really nice words of encouragement, and it really meant a lot to to me to hear that he really likes the show. And I also want to give a shout out to Twinkle, who sent an email um, saying that they are so glad that we exist. And I just want to let you know, and everybody else who's listening, know that I'm so glad that you exist. Thank you so much for spending time with us and being able to, you know, spread a little bit more gay in your life. <laughs> We all need a little bit more gay. Because gay means happy, and happy means gay. 
Gay things always happen. Exactly. So, <laughs> Mr. Hinkson, I rudely interrupted you a little yeah, earlier. A little bit. But I was segueing into mad. I was segueing my favorite shows into uh, the Golden Globes that happened this past uh, weekend. So, like I said, I'm a big big fan of the Bear, um, and it was a big night for that show because it won Best uh, Actor, Best Lead Actor, Best Lead Actress, and Best uh, Television Series, uh, as well as the as well as the Netflix series Beef. And I don't know if anybody here watched the show Beef. It had Ali Wong and uh, Stephen Yeun. Um, both won Best Lead Actor, Best Lead Actress, and Best Limited Show, um, and also Succession, um, which I believe is an HBO or a Max show, um, or uh, I can't remember what network, but that was also a really big winner uh, with Macaulay Culkin's brother winning uh, Best Lead Actor, uh, Kieran Culkin. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just that show being on top of it. And the big winner movie-wise um, was Oppenheimer. Um, it's, it's, it's quite, um, it's quite the twist. Barbie made more money that weekend, but, but Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer is getting awards. all the, the awards. So yeah, it's, Oppenheimer uh, is a, t- is a type of movie that the Golden Globes and the Academy Award and even the SAG Awards will notice because it's, it's a serious movie. Barbie is yeah. not a serious movie. However, it had some serious, Barbie know. is not a serious movie. It's about a doll. Well, no, no, no it's how, not just that. It just had I a saw lot the of movie. Like, it's not serious. Even uh, and the ending is not serious. It's just fun. It's fun. It has little. It's a fun story with good meaning. Good, yes, but it's not like Oppenheimer that it's got substance. Like the Oppenheimer I'm, is definitely based off of you, a very big situation. Oppenheimer is a snooze fest. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got. You need. You need to do three Hail Marys. <laughs> I mean, it's a three-hour-long movie. About it is one Hail Mary per hour. It is. Listen to me. It is so long and drawn out. <laughs> and so I was praying for death. <laughs> I was saying, I told, I told the person that I was with. I said, "Look, I know this is going to sound crazy, but if God took me out right now, it would be mercy." You were playing to be in the explosion. Just, uh, it's a kind of movie that only the Academy and the Golden Globes, you know. It's, it's and just, the seriousness, people. Yes, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. so long and drawn out. Oh, my God. I think I, mean, I would like it because it's. I'm, I'm a very big historical buff. I'm a political science major. Yeah. I love history. I love reading about that stuff. I, and it delved into the lives of these people and their personal lives a little bit. What I did not like yeah. about the Golden Globes, uh, it was the Go- Golden Globes, right? Yeah. I did not like the host. I did oh, not like the host. Terrible. That Taylor Swift joke. Just, a, just a, every joke. The entire thing. The funniest joke about the Golden Globes was the fact of the host itself. Yeah, not what bad. he said, a point he but just the apologize. fact that he was there. He said, oh, I'm sorry, I got the gig 10 days ago. Yeah. Bruh. He's like, I didn't write this joke. What's really bad about that excuse is that he's a professional comic. Exactly. And, very, and supposedly very, very successful. When you're a professional comic, comic, just like when you're a professional drag queen, and I tell this to the girls all the time, you got to know your audience. Yes. You got to look at the room and go, okay, this is a Latin crowd. I'm not going to come here doing some country music. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know this. You perform. You got to know your audience. 
This is knowing your audience is very, very important. He did not read that audience. Oh no, not at all. He also, did stick to, not stick read to your strength because he was like out of his like zone of how he makes his jokes. Yeah, he's just he blamed everybody. He blamed yeah. his writers. He blamed he blamed the audience. He, he blamed. blamed he didn't just. I was having. Yeah, God, I'm just, surprised he didn't go on a political rant against Biden there. No, it was just. It was bad. It was bad. It was just really bad. Biden took my laughs. I don't even know. It's just really bad. But it really—it was pretty obvious that they had a laugh track installed too, because it, it, whenever they panned the camera onto the audience members, they just looked so uncomfortable. Well, people weren't yeah. enjoying the jokes, but no. And I mean, anyway, anybody who can look at the Barbie movie and think that it was just a movie about a doll with big boobies. No, that's like, more, it, is, it was more it was than that. Definitely, like, it was definitely, it was about a yeah, doll, don't yeah, get me cool. wrong. Yeah, I had a lot of hidden But it was in it. a lot more than just being about Barbie as a whole. It was about women and the struggles that they currently deal with, especially with misogyny and basic human rights being violated. I mean, um, the the, the scene yeah. that stands out the most is the one where they smack her ass. Like, that, that... That's such a real experience, and like even in the gay community, I experience that, and it just—I'm so glad that there's a scene where Barbie punches the crap out of somebody because they smack her ass. Because that—that that empowers me to make me want to be like, ah, oh, I should stand up for myself. And I'm a gay man, you know. Let alone the the women who are watching that and are actually taking the message and taking the meaning and going forward and understanding the meaning of uh, as woman, you can be whatever you want. You can be president. You can be. Uh, a, a, a jungle book, uh, a, a jungle cruise ship operator over at Disney World. If you want to do whatever you want to do, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. I enjoy Joe Coy as a comedian. Uh, I I will say that, you know, a lot of his jokes didn't hit like they did. Um, Hosting-wise, was he decent? He was okay. Uh, I wouldn't say he was the best. I mean, even I remember a day after the awards, they posted uh, uh, this, uh, not Screen Actors Guild, they, um, Golden Globes, they posted um, the opening monologue of Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And I I laughed a lot more with that because even with, their, with Tina Fey's humor, she's very... She's very witty when it comes to it, and you know. But uh, I will say the show did move along. Unlike other shows, it didn't. Other um, award shows, it didn't drag too. Well, much, it so. had to because the host was terrible. Well, it had to drag along. Otherwise, they were just going to be constantly dealing with the awkwardness of of all the people looking around and just being like, "Should we be drinking more?" Like Taylor yeah. Swift. Like Taylor Swift, exactly. And, and that's the thing about the Golden Globes is they allow alcohol drinking. So that's that's why it's dubbed one of the fun award shows because well, people can actually drink. Well, let's go a little bit of a music break on that so. note. This is You Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
Tampa Bay. This is Joanna Grosso from the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Central Florida, Watermark is working on its annual feature about love, sex, and marriage in the LGBTQ plus community. The portion pertaining to marriage will examine wedding and marriage habits within the community and Watermark would like to know your thoughts. The survey does not ask for any personal identification information and all information gathered will be used solely for this story. For more information, information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. In world news, Gabriel Attal on January 9th became France's youngest and first openly gay prime minister. President Emmanuel Macron appointed Attal to succeed Elizabeth Bourne as he continues to reshuffle his government ahead of Europe elections that will take place in June. Attal, 34, was a government spokesperson before Macron appointed him the country's education minister last year. In Gulfport, the LGBTQ Resource Center is searching for its next board president following the completion of Susan Gore's four-year term. The organization initially launched in 2015 as a project of the Circle of Friends of Gulfport Public Library. It exists today to promote the experiences, contributions, and needs of the LGBTQ plus community and began operating as its own nonprofit under Gore's leadership. Gore's tenure saw the creation or expansion of initiatives like Art Out, Read Out, Branch Out, and Speak Out, annual events, and scholarships designed to elevate and support the arts and more. Interested parties are invited to apply for the board president position by February 2nd and can do so online. The role requires a two-year term, which is renewable up to four years of maximum service, is volunteer-based and requires five to ten hours per week with frequent outreach and community engagement. Mark your calendars, Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show has announced that WMNF's Big Gay Bingo is back at Cocktail. Join us Monday, February 12th at Cocktail St. Pete for a night of bingo fun. Hosted by Alexis De La Mer. Balls start dropping at 8 o'clock. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. 
Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. This has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Joanna Grosso on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. For those 55 plus, the Epic Generations Group has a full week of events. And today, the 11th, let's have a serious medical marijuana discussion at 3 in St. Pete. There are also two coffee hours this week and reserve your spot for lunch and mini golf in Clearwater by January 18th. Get more info at myepic.org. The schedule for the Tampa International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival St. Pete edition at the Greenlight Cinema in St. Pete is available now. There is a full weekend of films January 25th through the 28th, including opening night shorts, spotlight series, and the closing night film. Tickets and packages are available now. Get all the festival info at TIGLFF.com. Pasco Pride 2024 is happening February 24th and returning to Heritage Park and Land Lakes. They are currently seeking volunteers, vendors, and sponsors. Pasco Pride is one of the fastest growing Pride events in the area. Get all the info by visiting PascoPride.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at TampaBayGay.com. Ever wish that you could time travel? Well, with WMNF, you can. To listen back to your favorite shows, just go to WMNF.org or the WMNF app. Click on the broadcast schedule under programming and boom, time travel. Go to any show to hear the latest and greatest at any time. It's like DVR, but for your radio, where music, news, and culture collide. WMNF.org and the WMNF app. Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay.
top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I've been your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by some beautiful, some beautiful bitches, Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hankson. Hello. Mm -hmm. Buenos dias. How Uh y'all doing? Doing good. Doing good. And we were also joined by Dioscar DeMilo. Ooh, you said it right. Finally, Amy will be happy for me. (laughs) Mr. Oh, yes. Brian Hinkson, mm-hmm. you have a category is for us, my darling. Yes, uh, category is, is the weekend over yet? <laughs> Elaborate, uh, my good sir. All right. Uh, we are coming on on a holiday weekend. Are this we? This weekend. Yes, we are. What is this weekend? M L M L K. Oh weekend. my gosh! I just showed how white I was. Holy crap! M L K. Weekend. White privilege over here. Anyways, <laughs> go on. All right. What is your favorite thing about a holiday weekend? Go first. What's my favorite thing about a holiday weekend? Um, I, I will say the extra day. I mean, um. It might throw my next week off, but <laughs> at least we have at least we have an extra day of rest that I don't have to worry about doing anything. So that's just me. I, I this is the extra day. Mama Esme, what's your uh, favorite thing about uh, really a holiday it's, it's weekend? No holiday week is I work through all holidays, so it really doesn't. There's no favorite thing for me. So it's just a, It's just an, It's just more work. The extra money for work. you. Yeah, it's extra, extra yeah. money. Yeah, but it's just because you know, holiday weekend. You know, when you're in entertainment, those are the days. Any kind of service industry, whether you're a performer, or you work in a restaurant, you gotta, you gotta show up and work. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's true. It's not yeah. a holiday weekend for the people that work at Disney. True. They still yeah, gotta do those shows. They still gotta go out and get out there mm-hmm. while everybody else is relaxing, having fun. The employees are working. They're still doing their jobs. And we salute those who work over the long weekends. I used to do it at Walgreens. I used to be, like, always working on every single holiday because they do time and a half. It was so great. But, um, yeah. Dioscar. I love the excuse just to make a party and eat. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I agree with that. I love anything that that has food. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And, and, well, I'm going to agree with you with what you said with time and a half. Yeah, I yeah. think the, the time and a half is the one that I, I like the most because if I do work, then you get a little bit of extra money in the bank. Like, I, I'm i not necessarily the type of person who, whenever there's a three-day weekend to take the third day off, I'll usually either, you know, take one work. of those days working on it. So, yeah. and it's something for, like, for me, I... I tend to like most of the softball tournaments are holiday weekends, so that's what I usually do and go play. And I'm on my way to Orlando this weekend. Makes sense. Yep. So, so Oscar, if people were wanting to stalk you on social media, how would they do that? Well, they can stalk me on Instagram, and the name is P S D I O S C A R, and that's P S D Oscar. 
And you can find me on Facebook as well. That's D Oscar Montesino. D-I-O-S-C-A-R-M-O-N-T-E-S-I-N-O. Awesome. Mama Esme, do you have any last-minute advice for the people? No, I really don't have any advice today except be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Be patient with other people. Yes, Yes, please. You know, especially in the morning when you're driving to work. Be yeah, nice. that part. Yeah. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I see a lot of crazy drivers in the morning whenever I'm going to go banking or something. If, if you're running late to work, it's because you left late. Right. Leave a little bit earlier so you don't have to be blowing your horn or acting crazy on the road and putting other people in danger. Mm-hmm. A to the men. Well, I want to give one more shout out. Shout out to the Big Gay Bingos at Cocktails. That's going to be February 12th, Monday. So not this Monday, but a Monday. And also, for the last 15 seconds of the show, I want to make sure everybody knows that you are loved, you are appreciated, and thank you so much for supporting everything that we do here. We truly appreciate it, and we would not be here without without you. So thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.